Hey, Pie Tribe, buckle up for a new episode of the Passive Income Examiner, the number one podcast for budding entrepreneurs and business owners looking to diversify their income with passive strategies. Welcome to season two, focused on building successful online businesses with evergreen marketing solutions. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland. Thanks for joining me. So you are the best kept secret in your industry, eh? Hey, have you ever stopped to think it's because the right people just don't know about you? The question becomes, where do you need to be displaying your message in order for the right people to find you? And more on that note, are you repeating yourself enough? Last week, we talked about messaging being the number one reason your product isn't selling. Obviously, knowing what to say and how to attract the right audience is super important, but there are other juicy nuggets of information, including a formula for writing copy that converts, in the episode, so be sure to go back and listen to Season 2, Episode 2. All right, can you guess what reason number two is that your product isn't selling? You guessed it. Visibility. If people don't know about your product or service, then most likely you're not visible enough or you're visible to the wrong people. Today, we're going to talk about what visibility is and three steps you can take to become more visible. As I mentioned, if your messaging needs to be touched up, definitely start with that. Now, let's start with what is the purpose of visibility? Visibility is obviously trying to get more people to know about you, but it goes deeper than that because it's also about setting yourself up as the brand expert for your industry. And the larger your target market is, the harder visibility may be, although that isn't always the case. It is the case for some people, especially, for example, the log home company that I worked for here in North Idaho, because although they are located here, they deliver log homes all around the world. Um, So that's a huge audience, but they have a budget of more like what a small business owner or local business owner might have. So it's definitely a unique situation. I'm going to tell you actually, as we get into this podcast a little bit more about some of the strategies we use to overcome this challenge and, you know, kind of where it stemmed from and how that can pertain to you. So definitely stay tuned. All right. Tip number one to increasing visibility is to create a marketing plan. So far, the business owners that I talked to either don't have a plan or they had a plan that didn't work. At this point, I recommend reviewing the analytics. See what's working. So what do I mean by that? Well, look at what keywords people are using to find your business. What websites are they on that are driving traffic to your site? And then expand from there. Now, here's a tip for those of you who may just be getting started in your business and maybe you don't have a lot of analytics, you could do keyword research and you can research your competitors, uh, your competitors' websites to get similar insights. Now, I remember when I was the office manager for the log home company, as I mentioned, they had told me that out of all of the social media platforms, only Pinterest had ever actually been attributed to selling a house. So they were not super keen on social media, but frankly, I was impressed considering they only had 500 followers on Pinterest at the time. Of course, this was before I really learned very much about Pinterest and how amazing it is as a search engine. I later discovered that their follower count was a minor importance. 
The result of that conversation forced me to put a lot of attention and intention on Pinterest. And in 18 months, their Pinterest following led to a 1000% increase in followers. And Pinterest became the top traffic driver other than direct search. So the, the top third party traffic driver to the site. I thought that if they could sell one house without hardly doing anything, we could sell a lot more by becoming more visible on Pinterest. <laughs> so that's what I intended to do. Here's a couple ideas for you if you want to try to do some keyword research on your own. It can be done on Pinterest as well as a Google Keyword Planner. The Google Keyword Planner is a little bit more robust and can be a little overwhelming if you aren't familiar with it. And so Pinterest might be a little bit easier. Keyword research is vital to your visibility because, and here's the secret, you want to show up where your client is searching. Maybe you're a phenomenal mindset coach. You help your client really open up the flow of money into their life as if by magic, all with the techniques that you have. That's great. But if your marketing is talking about mindset, it's extremely limited and off track from what most people are searching for. Most people are likely searching for how to get out of debt or how to pay off credit cards, how to get by on less. You get the gist. They're searching using keywords that are problem oriented, not solution oriented. The last thing they will look for is how to correct their money mindset. If you want some help on keyword searching, I'm having an upcoming free training on that in my Facebook group. You can join by visiting facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash escape your 925 and 925 are the numbers 9, 2, and 5. And so I'll link it in the comments below. All right, so there we go. Step one is to use keyword research and analytics from your site or a competitor's site to determine where your ideal client is and what they are searching so you can show up in the right places. Next, save yourself time by putting together a marketing map. This is part of a marketing plan, but rather than just being about platforms and how many dollars you're going to spend, it's a content map that maps out and plans what you will talk about. Many of these ideas will come from the keyword research you do, and you should spend at least an hour brainstorming marketing topics so that you can be consistent. The second most important aspect to being visible is being consistent. I would say it ranks even higher than being on all platforms. Folks, listen, it's just like the story of the tortoise and the hare. Consistency wins in this game. Block off time to write, record, and create your marketing. Plan out in advance when you're going to block off that time and put it on your calendar. I strongly encourage you, if you can, have a backup person who can jump in and help you um, if you can't get to it, because frankly, it's so easy to blow off. Let me just be real for a minute here. I told y'all in the beginning that I was going to show up on this podcast every Monday and Thursday, and yet here I am Friday night, maybe even Saturday morning if you're in the East, and I'm still showing up, but it would have been so easy for me to just blow it off altogether. However, I understand the importance of consistency. So don't let that happen to you. Make showing up for your audience a non-negotiable. When I was still working at the log home company full-time, 
I had helped start a podcast for them. It was about the same time I started the the Passive Income Examiner. I started by mapping out content so that when it came time to write episodes and record, I knew what I was going to talk about in advance. Then I found time to record. I would batch two to four episodes at one time. Thankfully, we had hired someone to edit for me, and once they were ready to load, like they'd come back from editing, I would get them transcribed on temi.com and turn it into a blog. Then we also turned the uh, audio into an audiogram for YouTube. Then I made 10 pins per platform per episode, so 30 pins per topic. All right, now that was the secret sauce there for the content map that I did for that log home company I told you about that struggled to reach a national audience. With that Pinterest, we were just recently looking at analytics since I still help them manage their marketing. And we were noticing that we are getting a global reach. We have um, pins or pins that are driving traffic from Pinterest.fr, which means Pinterest in France. Pinterest.ca, which is Canadian. Pinterest.ru, which is Russia. So the pins are really working to drive traffic. And not only that, but the podcast gives us um, metrics for who's listening. And we are getting downloads all over the globe. All right. So that is an example of how to market to a large audience with a low budget. All right. Little off topic, but there you have it. This was my routine that that whole process I just outlined was my routine every week because I made it a priority. Actually, I remember now why I made it a priority. We had started the podcast and I was the office manager. I had a lot that I was doing. We once had a customer who walked in and was like, man, I've been listening to your podcast. It's so good. He's like, but you haven't put an episode out in a few weeks. What's going on? And oh my goodness, I realized People are listening. They're expecting this podcast. I've got to be consistent. And my friends, it was then that I made that commitment to showing up every week. And it really made a big difference in the um, traffic to the website. So I'm telling you, consistency is a big, big part of visibility. And frankly, I would never have been able to adhere to that schedule if I hadn't had that written map. All right. There it is. Tip number two, whatever platform or platforms you choose to show up on, be consistent and really give it 100% in order to determine its validity. From there, you may choose to change directions or add to what you're doing, but stay committed for at least one year to see what happens. During that year, track your metrics and pay attention to what keywords get the most attention and then go deeper. Moving on to tip number three. Be memorable. Friends, I get it. This is probably one of those tips that's easier said than done, isn't it? You may even be asking, what does it take to be memorable? Truthfully, to answer that on a podcast without knowing you or your brand personally is a little difficult. So I'm going to give you some ideas. My friend and previous coach used to sign all of her social media posts with Be Bold, Be You. Still to this day, whenever I see the word bold, I think of her. So something as simple as a little phrase, catchphrase that she signed off all of her stuff with, actually she still does, um, (laughs) makes me remember her, makes her memorable. So that could be one way. One of the salespeople I used to work with at the car dealership years ago, he was this big 
a Samoan guy who always wore Hawaiian shirts and his name was Tony. He always would tell his prospects, hey, when you call in, ask for Hawaiian Tony. I'll be there in the Hawaiian shirt every single time. He said the same thing. If he's shaking their hands as they were leaving, just remember Hawaiian Tony as he'd tug on his lapel. Now, not only um, was this important to make him memorable, but let's be real. There was no other Hawaiian Tony in the dealership. And so no other salesperson could skate that customer, right? That basically skate the customer was a term we used to to steal a customer. That's what that meant. So in, in this case, he made himself memorable by creating a nickname and a persona that he shared with his clients. Kindness can be memorable. Bluntness could be memorable. Heck, Recently, I was listening to a podcast. Um, It was, by the way, quick shout out to the Simon Mitchell of the Social Maverick podcast. That's what it was. Um, He was having a guest on there, Leah Turner from the UK, who she was explaining that she's very tattooed. Actually, the whole thing was about LinkedIn, by the way. It's a great episode if you want to check it out. But this tattooed uh, skin made her memorable And also made her the butt of a lot of negative comments, which she eloquently said she doesn't give a blank about. (laughs) The point is her personality was memorable. Her skin was memorable. She made herself memorable. And what also added to that was her brain power, right? The smarts that she expressed. It was her, her skin got her attention, but then what got her to be memorable was she was the tattooed lady who knew a lot about LinkedIn, right? So that's the point I'm making is, you know, you can make yourself memorable from anything. Literally anything can be memorable. Just exploit it. The key to being memorable is to highlight a feature of you or, you know, if you're the face of your company or of your company and exploit it. Say the same thing over and over. Sometimes what makes this tip hard is that we don't often recognize what sets us apart or, you know, what is unique to us, or we're busy working hard to fit in. I was talking to one of my clients this evening about his content. What I noticed about him is that even though he's a spiritual healer, he doesn't act or sound like any other spiritual gurus. I pointed this out to him. I've known him for 15 or 20 years. And I've never heard him say anything like, it's time to ground yourself or let's focus on our third eye or any of the lingo that's generally associated with spiritual people. I told him that he needs to exploit this fact because it will resonate with the audience that he is looking to attract. What I meant by that was the, you know, the fact that he doesn't use a lot of the lingo that other spiritual gurus use actually makes him come across as more relatable. When I brought this up to him, he kind of laughed and chuckled and said, you know, I never really thought of it before. He's, he knew that he wasn't like everybody else, but it never occurred to him that that could be the very thing that makes people attracted to him, you see. So I tell you this to point out the fact that maybe it's a good idea to ask some people what they think is something that sets you apart or your brand apart. And if all else fails, well, you could schedule a content mapping session with me and I'll help you. (laughs) Lastly, I want to talk about the topic of sounding like a broken record. This is going to feel uncomfortable and unnatural. And if you have an aversion to salesy salespeople, well, then you're probably not going to like it at all. The reason is because you are judging yourself. You are observing yourself from your perspective rather than from other people's perspectives. 
Remember, in today's techie age, people are inundated with choices, ads, and information constantly. 99% of what we see in here is filtered out as forgettable. In order to make it to the 1%, be the one that is remembered. You need to find something catchy that makes people think of you first and last. You want to be the first person they think of when they're interested in your product or service, but you also want to be the last person they think of after they've exhausted all their research and investigation about said product or service. You want to be the one they call at the very end and book and book with, right? Don't be afraid to be repetitive because human brains are only going to remember a sliver of what they see and hear, and more importantly, because online, your message is only reaching a fraction of your audience. All right, guys, that wraps up episode two of season four. Just to recap the three tips to becoming memorable. Number one, do keyword research and make sure you're showing up where your audience is searching. Tip number two, be consistent. Show up in the same places consistently for at least a year before making any drastic changes. Tip number three, be memorable. Find that little thing that's quirky about you and exploit it. (laughs) Okay, remember to join me in the Facebook group. Speaking of being a broken record, www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash escape your 925. Um, And follow me on Instagram to connect at the Passive Income Examiner. I appreciate you tuning in. Bye for now. If you like mommy's show, leave a review.